there, New Vision family. Today is day 15 of our First Sean podcast. My name is Keely Mascarina, and I'm so thankful to be here with y'all today. I am reading First John chapter 4, verses 7 through 12, and I'll be reading from the ESV. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. Anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. In this, the love of God was made manifest among us, that God sent his only Son into the world so that we might live through him. In this love, not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love is perfected in us. Okay, so before I dive into just kind of my thoughts on these verses, I just want to talk about love. Um, I feel like love is just something that we just throw around today in today's culture. Um, And so before we get started... Some of the things that we love, we love money, we love coffee, we, I love coffee, Uh, you might not be a coffee drinker, I do, some of us love cars, some of us love clothes, some are seeking, or some love fame, or status, food, hobbies, but all of these things are not things that can love us in return. Um... Some other things that we love are our kids, our family members, our friends, our coworkers, and these are all people that we feel loved by, but a lot of times relational love with other humans is hard. I don't know about y'all, but I just feel like God is growing me in this area of like I love to love people, but people are just hard sometimes. Um, loving other humans sometimes is conditional. It's inconsistent. Um, there's, there's sometimes pain that goes along with that love. But in these verses, the love that John is talking about is agape love. So we know that love is from God. It says it right here. Love is from God in verse seven, because God So love is from God because God is love. And you're like, wow, that's a lot to interpret. And it it feels like such an easy statement. And it is, but I feel like our eyes and our hearts have to be open to truly receive that and let that change us from the inside out. And so agape love is unconditional love from the Father, and I love that because I love that. Um, I love that because we, when you think of just like that, makes me feel so loved by God, knowing that like His love for me is unconditional. I did not deserve His love. I am not worthy. I am still struggling in sin areas that He is growing me in and changing me and all those things, but his love 
is unconditional and that makes me feel so loved. And so um, one thing I want to specify before I kind of give a couple bullet points of just some of my ideas from these verses is I am working through a Jen Wilkin study called Abide and I love Jen Wilkin because she makes you just dig in to the word and it's repetitive and so we read these few verses and I'm, it, it sounds repetitive but she makes you read it over and over and over and over and just dig apart scripture or pull apart scripture and just dig in um, to truly understand the context of what is being said and how we can learn from what is being said. And so um, one of the things that she clarifies, because this the study I'm doing, it is a study of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And um, so here John is talking all about how God is love, but I don't want us to miss that that is not all that God is. Um, there are other attributes of God, but in this, in these chapters, and especially in these verses, John is just focusing and emphasizing this attribute specifically. And so, yes, God is love, but he's also merciful and righteous and so many other attributes. So today we are focusing on the attribute of how God is love. Um, I don't like I know whenever I first became a believer, that's all I wanted to focus on. But the more we understand that God is other things, it helps us to even understand better his love, um, in my personal opinion. So um, in these verses alone, it is mentioned three different times the, the phrase love one another. And it's not a suggestion, it's a command. And when scripture repeats itself, obviously, like we want, we want to pay attention to it. Um, and whenever it's a command that is repeated, it's like, okay, God, let my eyes be open and let my heart be open to, to how, how can I complete this command? How can I live this out and why? And these verses, I encourage you to go back and look and maybe follow along as I was reading or go back and just look and reread them over and over and over again and just maybe write out bullet points of what you think it's saying um, because that's what I did is what what is this verse saying and you know as it repeats itself like how, like why um so in verse 8 um it's let's see verse 8 says um, anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. And so when you choose not to love someone, you are, di- you are not displaying the character of God. And if you are a Christ follower, it is like it is an overflow of Christ in us to love one another. We don't get to pick and choose who is worthy to be loved because that is not Christ-like. I mean, I was not deserving, you were not deserving, but God loved us anyway. And so all shapes and sizes, colors, all the things, like we are to love one another. And it makes me think of John three sixteen. for God to love the world, he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Um, and it's, the beginning of that is for God so loved the world. 
He didn't say for God so loved a political party or a specific race or a specific gender. He said for God so loved the world. The world to me is a overarching word of everyone, everything. God loved it. And because he loved the world, he gave his son. He, God, stepped down from heaven in the form of Jesus Christ. Jesus lived a perfect life, died on the cross for my sins and for your sins, and then three days later rose again. And he did that to display his love for us. He knew that because we were living in sin and we were struggling with our sin, that we needed a savior. And so he rescued us. And that is love. That is agape love, unconditional love. That so when the world says that other things are love and, you know, we love coffee or whatever, that is not true love. God is love. There is not love without God. And so this, I love this verse, and I know I've, I've mentioned this verse several times on the podcast because it's the gospel, and the gospel is what changes us from the inside out. And like I said early, earlier, love is an overflow of what Christ did for us on the cross. And so when we have Christ in us, when we are following Christ, pursuing Christ, when we are in God's word and pursuing holiness in our daily living, the overflow of that is love. We are going to love people, all people, because of God's love for us. Um, And one of the things, too, that I love about the gospel is love is not an idea. It is real because Jesus is love and Jesus is was real. He is real. He, in his flesh, was a real human. He wasn't just this idea. And so love is not an idea. It is real. And we know that because of Jesus. Um, Hopefully that makes sense to you. I feel like that's just like a very like abstract statement that is, um, it just changes me. It's, it's, it makes, when we think of God being love, God is love, it, it's a real thing. And so, um, you know, we don't get to create our own definition of what love is because God is love. Um, and God's love is not conditional, which I'm so thankful for. Um, so that's just a lot of, things about love and you're like, okay, Keely, what's the point? Well, bottom line, if you have made the decision to follow Jesus and you have a personal relationship with him, you cannot say you do not love people. Bottom line, there's no, there's no gray line. Yes, there are, there are boundaries with people and boundaries are loving. Boundaries are biblical. If you want more information about that, There are lots of great books about boundaries. Lisa Turkers has a new one um, called Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. It's amazing. Um, And so I'm not saying that I understand that there are hard people to love, but we are commanded to love others. We don't get to pick and choose who. And so bottom line, 
you cannot say that you do not love people. That is not Christ-like. That is not an attribute of God to pick and choose who he loves. He loves all people. Therefore, we, Christ followers, believers, the church, we are commanded to love all people. And I also just want to make a side note. I understand that there are situations where abuse and things like that can occur. And those are scenarios in which I would encourage you to reach out to biblical counseling, um, newvisionlife.com forward slash care. Um, just a little plug there. If that is something that you personally are struggling with how to love people, maybe who have hurt you along the way. So, um, a couple more things that I just want to share with you. Um, I think that well, I know we were created in the image of God and to model his image to the world as Christ followers. And I feel like in this summer, one of the things that the Lord has been teaching me is like, I like not to care about the world, but to care about him and what in my daily life can I change to look more like him. And so I want to model the image of of Christ to the world. And we do this by how we love. How am I loving people? I feel like unloving attitudes and unkind words are not Christ-like. And that's a, a tangible way that we can change our behaviors to be more loving to all people. An exclusive love, exclusive love is not loving. Yes, Again, there are boundaries we can set to protect our hearts for certain people, but loving all people is Christ-like. And so remembering that you and I were made in the image of Christ, the easiest way we can display God to the world is how we love the world. And also remembering that your neighbor and your friend down the street or your friend, your coworker, they were also created in the image of God. And so with that in the forefront of our minds, that can help us to love like Jesus. So I just want to end by asking a way that we can self-check, for myself included. Can the people around me see the love of Christ by how I treat them and by how I speak? And am I loving people how Christ loves me? I'm going to say that again. We can ask ourselves, can the people around us see the love of Christ by how we treat them, how we speak, and are we loving people how Christ loves us? I encourage you again, if you are struggling loving someone in your life, reach out to us. We'd love to help you navigate that. But just remember that God is love. Love is from God. And I just encourage you to love the world like Christ loves you. I hope you have a great day.